0: Hey guys, what's up? It's Candace K and welcome to the Wabi Sabi Podcast. This is your perfectly imperfect place to always feel human and to relate and share our stories where we can. Um, I just want to say that I'm thinking about all of you this week, and I really thank all of you from the bottom of my heart for sharing all of your love, and that includes all of the notes that you've sent to me on Instagram with your comments. I really appreciate your feedback, and I read everything. Um, Your positive comments that you've put on my iTunes rating has been tremendously helpful. Thank you, guys. It's hard not to read the negative ones. (laughs) Um, but if they knew and could walk a day in my shoes that maybe they could see that I'm a self-made woman and please don't mistake in anyone's confidence and grace for an ego, um, and, or for, (laughs) um, when people make it in this, career. It's something we've worked for, for me in my case, for 15 years. So I'm humbled by grace and I am grateful for each of you when you write your positive love. And I want you to know that you should share that with, not just with me, but with everyone that makes you feel good Share a little love letter with them this week if you can. It's harder to be the bigger person. It's harder to take the high road, but it will liberate you from all things that you are going through in a positive way. So make sure you connect with people. If you feel a certain way about someone, tell them, show them with your actions. Now I want to also say um, this week was a really tough week for a lot of us to watch um, media and if you are in Pittsburgh or in the area of I'm thinking of you. I meditated today because that's something I've been doing to keep my practice steady and my heart deep and open and wide and to keep my mind also open and sharp and I encourage all of you to meditate more often. Um... I cried during about three quarters of my meditation today for 30 minutes because I felt more of my calling and it was validated and deepened by the grace and love that I felt from interviewing many war survivors over the years and also uh, the fact that my parents are both of different religion and different ethnic backgrounds. I was raised by a Christian Catholic father who is Polish American and a Japanese Buddhist mother. And essentially, them falling in love and getting married and not pushing their beliefs or judging their belief, the others' beliefs, is saying that love conquers all. And let me phrase that again them falling in love and not pushing their religious beliefs or judging one another based on their religious beliefs, shows that love can conquer all. And as a child of war who grew up with hearing war stories from both my grandparents on the Polish side and on the Japanese side, now I hope you can understand the loyalty and legacy that I owe each of you grand stories from both sides and an ownership and responsibility in getting you the best information. So at the end of the day, Although the digs that are written about me on social or on my iTunes reviews or even my book reviews are hurtful and I've cried over them before, um, it is by no means a measurement of the work that I am doing because the good always outweighs the bad. And we'll talk about that today in our podcast we're going to talk about grace, the one thing that really matters. Grace correlates with pain. So for a lot of you that have been through some painful moments or painful times, remember that the gift that you can get back from going through a lot, if it's trauma, maybe it's a lost job, a lost loved one, and maybe it's a breakup, maybe you are, you know, losing your apartment, your home, something that you've longed for. Um, maybe it's just your career not thriving or you feel stuck in life. So many of us are going through transitions right now. Like I'm, you know, looking for my new apartment. I don't know where it's going to be, which is exciting, but it's also a matter of me giving myself grace through the pain of changing things up right now. Give yourself a little bit of grace because you are the one person you actually have to give more grace to. And we're going to talk about actionable ways that you can give yourself and other people more grace. Um, Grace grows and it's not something that's tangible. So the sad part about our culture is that we tend to really value tangible things. And whether that's good or bad, like, I mean, I, I use my laptop or my podcasting equipment or my phone or my You know, I mean, I use a Nano with my my Beats when I run. These are all like electronic devices I'm attached to for work, but by no means um, are they any measurement or testament to my character or my worth or my grace. So remember, you have grace to give to other people. That's free, and you can give it away. You can keep it. You can save it for yourself. But you get a lot of good grace when you go through tough times. And if we had a tangible bank where you could see how much character, empathy, compassion, wit, courage, bravery, grace one person had, it would be cool to see that measurement. But you can't see that. So that's the wabi-sabi in life, right? It's perfectly imperfect. We're never, ever going to be whole. And even if we had a grace tank... It wouldn't be full all the time. I'm going through these crazy struggles right now, and I'm going to use a couple of examples to help you guys. So I obviously have worked with many different people at different publications, and in doing so, I've fallen in love with an editor before, and um, it did not end well. But what happened was when I was leaving the company, I had to give myself this grace period of like rethinking my life. And was it worth being with that person at the time to leave the company? Yes. Was the decision to leave the company hard? No. And was it easy on both parties? No. Was it the right thing to do while I was dating this person that we worked with? Yes. And so I gave myself this grace period of of like doing the right thing, putting in the time, putting in professionally written emails, and um, leaving the job, even when it wasn't easy, it was very lucrative, and it was great work. And in the end, did I regret it? No, actually. It ended up being the right decision at the time. Uh, The grace that I gave, I think, was you know, there was a large group of older men that oversaw my work and it it was hard having them tell me what to do and always getting their approval on things and having them, me feel beholden to them was hard as well. Because as an artist, we want to be able to freely express creativity and artistry through our brushstroke every day. And it could be anything. It could be you recording music, it could be you spinning, it could be you out there knitting, it could be you going surfing. Um, You know, I feel a very, like, graceful and empathetic part of me grow every time I let go of something that wasn't meant for me, even if it didn't come easy. Um, I've dated some guys that definitely weren't meant for me, and I didn't know how to let some of them go because I was in my 20s, I really fell deeply and madly in love with certain people. And I also was in some relationships where I didn't know how to break up with them. And it was really, really hard. And I had to give myself that grace period too, of like figuring out would my life be better with or without you? When you're really young and you're in your 20s, what do you know about relationships? You don't know shit. So you have to understand that like, everyone's going through it at the same time, and nobody has the answers. In fact, wabi-sabi, every relationship is different. Every relationship is perfectly imperfect, just how it's supposed to be. And there is no start date or expiry date. You've just got to figure them out on your own. So you have to give yourself a lot of grace and time and navigation with your compass on like what feels really good. And if the good outweighs the bad then move forward with that relationship and say the bad outweighs the good then you need to really reassess what you're doing and that could be in a work relationship it could be with a parent a friend it could be maybe even with somebody you work with closely um, like a boss or um, a sibling or even you know a colleague that you have to be close to every day but Regardless, as a female that chose to pioneer food and wellness and health and beauty in this really bizarrely crazy space, I think it was really, um, it was about the downs that helped me through to the ups. You know what I mean? It was that roller coaster, And what's so hard, I think, is that so many of us artists also, like, don't really want to be in the spotlight. And I think that there's a preconceived notion that we, some of us do want to be in the spotlight. And that's actually not true, which sort of is another reason why I would ask all of you to give me grace and empathy and not write negative things about people that are putting themselves out there. Like, this is hard, This isn't something I want to do. Like, I don't want to tell you about my personal life all the time, but I know that it will help you and me to grow together and for you to walk away from the pod every day when you get back onto your feet and into work and you say, oh my God, she's just like me. took me a long time to get over a lot of relationships, and I'm finally, finally, finally in a place, my hand is on my heart, where I can say, I'm so good on my own. It's always nice to have somebody amazing around, but I feel really, really good about where I am. I don't need somebody to complete me, and neither do you. I want you to also think about giving yourself grace when you're dependent on other people to make decisions for you. There's a codependency a lot of us can have on others. And when I was in those relationships, I definitely became codependent. I actually even got afraid of leaving one guy because he had manipulated me into believing that I needed him in my life. And really, you don't need anybody else. To be honest, the worst thing that can happen is you break up or something happens, God forbid, and you're on your own two feet again. And guess what? It's not going to be easy, but you will surely get through it. You would be quite surprised at turnarounds in life. Everyone right now is going through a change. It's fall. But it doesn't mean that their life is great or it's what it looks like on Instagram. So give people that are putting themselves out there the grace and the love that I know you can. Give them space and grace and a moment to breathe and take another deep breath with me and let it go just let it go grace correlates with pain and without pain there is no progress and I need us all to remember inside of our hearts I guess criticism lack of empathy and compassion and different ways of living life, different outlooks on life, all of that is normal. And it's how you're going to deal with it on the inside that really, really matters. Grace grows. It's not always tangible. But I know that you and I both understand that grace is something that we can give to one another on a daily basis that is actually It's like sending somebody really, really good vibes and energy. And whatever you're putting out there is what you will get back. I promise. Even if you're like in the trenches right now, it will all come back to you. What you put in is what you're going to get out. Grace is taking the high road. You know, when I was working with Noor and the Girl Boss posse, Tanya and all my friends there, we were recording a really cool pod that you have to check out called um, In Progress, and it's on Girl Boss Radio. And I didn't even know that I said certain things when I was on that pod. And sometimes when I'm speaking to you, I feel like somebody philosophically is like almost taking over my body when we're recording because I didn't know that I could even communicate half of the things that I share with you through this channel of a podcast. So I want all of you to be aware that you do have a lot of miracles that live inside of you that you can use. You may not even know that you have the talent yet. Maybe you're a brilliant songwriter. Maybe you are about to launch your own wellness brand with essential oils. Maybe you've got five books in you and you just don't even know it yet. I just want you to know that I didn't know the pod was going to have this many downloads and I still need your help to grow it so that other women can feel liberated without fear and to sh- to share with you also my perfectly imperfect life, Wabi Sabi. I mean, those people shit all over me on those reviews and if they don't, they, I mean, they don't know. I've got a million personal things going on right now and I'm just sitting here like, wow, so this is what it means to really be public, you know, is to take the fucking bad with the good. And you know what? The good outweighs the bad right now. So when I assess everything on a statistical analysis, like my good nuclear auditor father taught me to do, (laughs) um, I can see clearly that like your positive notes, I read every fucking one of them. And I love you guys to the fucking core. When you're putting that out, I will give that right back to you. All right. So I'm going to read you a quote that when Nora and I were speaking on the pod that came up and I thought it was really a really good note to take. It's very timely and it helped a lot of women this week and I hope it helps you and you can share it. It says, take the high road when things aren't going your way. It's the harder thing to do, but it is the thing that will keep you liberated. Now, liberation means freedom. It means light. It means being free, like taking the chains off and being like, get out of here motherfuckers. Whatever you see it as the high road, take it, take the high road when things aren't going your way. It's the harder thing to do, but it is the thing that will keep you liberated. Now, I didn't have a rose's time on this move. It was terribly tragic for me to figure out where I would go on my journey. But I knew in my compassionate heart that I needed change because I was very stagnant in where I was with work. It didn't mean that I wasn't growing the business. It meant that like I was conformed to the same neighborhood, the same posse, the same clockwork, the same workout, the same foods... And, you know, I always wanted to find a really great guy and I wanted to possibly start a family one day. And I kind of knew in my heart that he wouldn't be out in New York. And that may not be true. Um, I have no idea actually where he is. So my gut told me this is a really good time to leave and reassess and shake things up. And in doing so, I didn't feel that I needed to tell everybody that I was moving, um, like I just kind of I let you guys know in the pod that things were changing and I was going to leave New York for a little bit and I definitely cried about it and it was a hard decision. I saw a therapist to like let things go and leave them in New York. Um, there's a lot of pain that I went through in New York along with the progress that came wabi-sabi. Like everything was pretty fucked up, especially my relationships with men. I mean, they were I had a couple of different boyfriends um over the last, I don't know, two decades of my life and Um, it was a good learning lesson. I have a lot of grace for all of them and uh, so much empathy and compassion now in my heart for others, especially when they're going through ups and downs. But grace is taking the high road. Um, A lot of my friends are in breakups right now. A few of them that I'm helping like coach through as a friend because I was just there a few years ago and it's so not fresh on my mind, but I suppose if you have a gift, which means You have a gift of grace because you've been dumped before too. So that superpower can be used in your relationships. So if you feel inclined to use it, why not? Sharing is how we open up our hearts and we can grow together in vulnerability without any fear. And sharing without any of that fear is also liberating. So when I say take the high road, I mean... If somebody in a past relationship is hurting you or I have a friend going through a tough time with somebody trying to say things to her that are very hurtful, you can definitely take the high road. You don't have to argue back. You don't have to be angry, too. You don't have to lash out. Um, Another thing that my friend Dane and I spoke about this week was strategically, if somebody's going off on you, you can take it. And you can sort of give yourself the grace of communicating to you like, okay, so this hurts and this sucks. You can cry if you need to. You can let it out if you need to. Do whatever you need to do to get through the the tough time. And then the high road means if you want to continue the relationship, say it's with a friend, you you can choose to apologize just to let it go and swallow your pride. And taking the high road sometimes means... Not feeding your ego, but rather giving the other person grace, trying to see where they're coming from, and saying, okay, no worries, I'm going to let this go. And if you take it and you let it go, meditate on it, pray on it, ask God for, for grace, like whatever you need to do, just remember to promise yourself that gift of liberation, because you actually have it in you. I don't want you to ever think that somebody else should make decisions for you because they don't need to. You can take control of your life and make decisions for you. Take the high road. The high road means you don't always need to be right. Pick and choose your battles. Decide to walk away the majority of the time seriously and try to stay neutral be honest and be true. And even then, guys, wabi sabi, people will still call you out. And my father told me that you can't argue with fools. So the better thing to do is to just fold your cards and say, My life is imperfect, just like yours. Theirs is imperfect. I'm going to be the one to take the high road and fold my cards and just let this one go could be anybody that you maybe don't agree with at work. It could be a tough situation you're in. I have friends that are going through all kinds of pain in relationships, and I think about them, my hands on my heart every day, and I'm like, please just let this go by for them. Time is the greatest healer on your side, you guys. But when we use the practice of grace, which is free, we can give it to ourselves in liberation of all pain And we also learn that grace is correlated with the pain. So once you get through that rough patch, that tough time, that dark time, everyone will handle the dark times differently. There are no rules. There is no playbook. There is no fucking slate that says you have to do X, Y, and Z to get there. You have to be X, Y, and Z. You have to get over it. You know what? You should get over it, but in due time. You are, friend, let me remind you, right where you're supposed to be. One of the most hurtful things that that person wrote on that message was, thank God you're not in New York anymore or something like that. And I just was like, oh, really? (laughs) Because I just got started in New York. That was my warm-up. I need to send that person grace. And I need to learn what triggers me. And the reason why that's important is because we all have different triggers and they're connected to our emotions. And New York is like my baby. It's my fucking bitch. It's my bae. It's my boyfriend. It's my thing. I just love that place. And no one will ever take it away from me. My larger overarching goal is to actually have my business run through three different locations. And I'm working on that now. And so I need to give myself grace and love companionship, encouragement, support. And so moving back to Cali to be closer to my friends and family has been like a resurgence of enlightenment within my heart and mind and spirit. And it will only make me stronger. And as my agent Strand once said, you know when you go to LA, you're going to swim laps around people. And when I go back to New York with the resurgence and the enlightenment, the same thing will happen. I'll swim laps around you, bitch, whoever you are. I'm going to call that girl out. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, you guys. I really don't like bullies. I think it's just like the one thing I really just cannot stand. And since we're all perfectly imperfect, I'm just going to let you know what of my triggers is when other women tear other women down. It might have been a man. I have no idea who this person was. But it's hurtful because I can actually read um, comments and I can tell when it's somebody that knows me. And so that's, you know, it's really tough. There's so many things that are stated about other people in this lifetime that aren't true. And so if somebody's doing that to you right now, like a bully, then you just need to say to yourself, take a deep breath. Let's do it together. I forgive you. I'm sending you light and love. I feel terrible that you feel the need to tear other people down. And if you need to do that with your life, I send you grace and empathy and compassion for anywhere where you are hurting inside. And I ask the universe and God, Buddha, and whoever's watching and taking notes to be with you. And for you to find a good place in your heart where you are so loving and compassionate and caring that one day you will never feel the need to tear other people apart. Pray for them. Grace is tolerance and it is empathy for others. Now, we learned about the term gaman in Japanese, which is very much about grace. It's a lifestyle, it's a way of living. Gaman means with great resilience shall you live your life. You will let things go and you will go along with the sails and the wind and you will fly. gracefully let go of things that were not meant for you. That's important. I always wanted to be a Food Network personality for a really long time. And I told you guys this story about how it just didn't work out for me. Instead of screaming, screaming, screaming and crying, um, I just let it go. It's a harder thing to do there were a lot of things that happened. You know, I didn't get credit for the first book that we all wrote as a team. And, um, you know, I always got undercut on payments more or less than the boys. And now that's finally changing. Um, but I just let it go. I think taking the high road, a lot of people don't do it because they think it's like, getting walked all over, abused, taken advantage of, but it's not true. Sometimes taking the high road with grace and compassion for yourself and for others means being the bigger person. When I had to pass on the chew many years ago, I honored my agent's wishes, even though I didn't want to. That was a tough job to say no to, and it had a great run, but these are the things that we all go through together. I know there are tons of things that you've had to do that you bit the bullet for. You were there for others. You empathetically took a bow and you gracefully let go of the things that weren't meant for you. And so if you can do a little bit of a reflection today and think about the things that you let go of that maybe weren't easy, I want you to love yourself a little bit more. Life is just beginning for you. So keep in mind that Through change will come beautiful things. Just like Wabi Sabi and Kintsugi, we have to see the light through the cracks. The healing and the sealing and the mending. And me telling you about grace today as your greatest practice in life, the most enlightening to me of all, is eluding grace. I have never had to do it before before. Harder, stronger, faster, deeper, and wider than my heart being smashed to pieces in New York in many different forms, through work, through boyfriends, through play, through friendships, many things lost and let go of. But from afar, people watched, and I give you the compassion and the grace and the empathy that I earned, almost like a badge of honor as I go through this process with you. This has not been easy. And that's why this podcast is for you because it's not the exciting beginning, the glorious finish line. You're talking about the gray middle that everybody has to go through. You're going to be good. Now, a couple ways you can practice grace every day. So these are things that you want to take notes on. So grab a piece of paper and a pen and let's talk. Breathing. So breath work is really popular, and it's going to get even bigger over the years. I have a friend, um, The Awakened Creative. I have a friend, um, obviously, at the Deepak Chopra Center. They do meditation and coursework. Um, I highly recommend you guys looking up this Deepak Oprah meditation that starts October 29th, which is today. No, it'll be yesterday for you. (laughs) Um, I love listening to their meditations together, but the deep breathing is almost like cleansing for the spirit and the soul and is proven to relieve stress and anxiety and help you sleep better and help you to stay calm and really focused. So please don't think it's bullshit or granola. It's fucking awesome. Empathy and compassion learning to have that for others. So my mother has gone through a lot in her lifetime, and she and I often reflect on some friends of mine or friends of hers that haven't had it easy. And my mother had a um, a sister who was disabled, and I asked her today, I said, um, what was... Almost like, what was the biggest thing that you ever learned from Sumi Chum? And, um, you know, my mom said that life was not fair. <laughs> like, why are some of us chosen to be healthy at birth? And or why do tragic things happen to certain people um, and not others? And we should... Feel the grace and empathy of the fact that life is not fair. And you have to go through it together in order to see the light. Why do some people get sick and others don't? Why do some people come out of things so much easier, have it so much easier? And you know what? Like my mother says, life is not fair. It won't be. And that's why Wabi Sabi becomes a lifestyle that I want you to cultivate with grace. Give yourself that. Um, Having compassion for others is really good. I mean, I was just thinking about one of my friends today who's a school teacher and I thought about my mom too. And I, I almost started crying because I thought about the kids that they teach every day and how beautiful of a job that is and how sweet every day is when you're with those kids. And I may not be a mother yet, but I heard it's the most loving and compassionate job you'll ever have. And I sat at a brunch with all my friends from high school this whole weekend. I got to spend time with them, which I haven't done in years And I saw them all from different walks of life, you know, Northern California, DC, LA, San Diego. We all came together to meet. I'm obviously the New Yorker of the group. And it was just so good to laugh about life and talk about our past and feel the joy of like when we were kids and a few of the girls in the group are moms, and a few of us aren't, and some of us are still single and chilling and working, and some of us are, some of them are married, and the girls that have kids said, you know, the coolest thing about having kids is, like, you'll never ever love something more than a child. Like, your own kid is, like, the most love you'll ever feel, and it is an infinite love that you can't even describe. And that's exciting. I mean, that's something that a lot of us girls that do our own thing are missing. And so, you know, there's a lot to reflect on and rethink about. And so this reset sometimes through change, guys, is a really beautiful thing. So another way to gain more grace is to sort of go back to your roots, see your old friends Talk to your mom and dad. Talk to your best friend from high school. Hopefully you guys are still close. Like, I love Courtney so much. I could talk to her about anything. And I also really love my college girls, and I got to spend time talking through a lot with them um, in reflection this week. I do hold a lot of things, like, sort of wound up inside of me, and I don't share all the things I'm going through. So I'm learning, too, that, like, Grace... um, can also be giving people time to heal when they need it and space. And so if you can be a gift and understanding and just be an ear to lend to somebody else, that's you giving your grace. Give people a waiting period. You don't have to be down their throat with work or emails. Things can wait. And you also can rethink about what you're doing with your life. You know, who says you have to tell everybody all of your, you know, all the stuff you're doing with work or who says you have to share with everybody the personal things or who says you've got to stay at the job that you're at right now. You can change things up whenever you'd like. I'm here for you. I've done it. I got you. Now I want you to also practice one more thing and that is, and then I'm going to go to questions. Questions. Juicy. Um, I want you to see the light when you open opportunities for other people. So I constantly am connecting my friends like Noel and I did this big catch up today. She's one of my friends who does production and, uh, she's a director, producer, actress in New York and LA. And we have such good conversations and we're always trading, um, friends that are really good at their jobs. And so there's a photographer I work with and, or an agent or a friend, um, that's starting her own social media company. They're all people that I want to connect and constantly thinking about how to grow the business. So I often confide in a lot of my business partners about um, what we're gonna do next steps, thinking 10 steps ahead and being smart in our decision making process. And if that's a podcast you guys want to hear about too, is like smarter decisions, not harder then let me know and hit me up in comments on Insta. But when you open up opportunities for other women and you open up a door and say, hey, like I wanna hire you for this job or did you know this person was hiring or did you hear about this um, audition, opening, job, house, apartment? I don't care what it is. Like I even have a friend helping me with apartments in LA right now. It's so nice to see people just put everything aside and just be a little bit more human. Open up opportunities, share your stories, sit down with someone, put your fucking phone away. Nobody needs to see that shit when you're at brunch, lunch, or dinner. I have great conversations with my parents. And speaking of, we watched this like World Series sort of cameo between Magic Johnson and Larry Bird before the Dodgers. A Sox game and I was like oh my god they are so so cute and my got butterflies from watching two legends speaking with one another about LA and Boston and where the Red Sox or the Dodgers gonna win and it was like really cool to watch two people carry out their legacy in playful banter we can always give each other grace it doesn't really matter if the Red Sox are the Dodgers win, right guys? (laughs) Um, what matters is, is that we keep our friendships closer. We love a little deeper. We put our phones away a little more. We open up more opportunities, even if it's just an ear to lend. And we say, give me a little grace and give the grace back to yourself. Don't let other people make decisions for you. You've got this gracefully, lovingly, openly be a bigger and better person, love deeper and wider than ever before. And being here in Cali right now, after my trip to Japan and Australia and a stop off in Taiwan, I feel so liberated in my light and present in this moment. You are right where you are supposed to be. All right. Time for questions. I'm so sorry that that grace section was very long, <laughs> but I wanted you guys to have a lot on grace. Okay. I'm going to do these like, these are going to be quick Instagram hits. Okay. So borea lady, B-O-R-E-A-L-Y-E-T-I yeti. how do you make yourself do things you need to do but you don't want to do okay so like if i don't want to work out i just tell myself um you need to go you need abs you need to go it'll make you feel better you need to go it'll make you your circulation pump your breath work is going to be awesome and you're going to feel amazing afterwards with all the free endorphins talk yourself into doing everything you don't want to do be organized Get prepared and get your fucking shit together. All right, Jojo Andres. Love you, Jojo. Oh my God, meditation. It's all the rage and in my head. Okay, so meditation is great. We talked about that in today's podcast. Jojo, I want you to check out Deepak Oprah Meditation. They have a 21-day free series. It's amazing you're going to sleep better, you're going to love harder, you're going to be more open-minded and compassionate, you're going to relieve your stress, you're going to have better circulation, and it's not bullshit. Love you so much. Miss you at yoga. Okay, Jessica Sherry. She asks about finding passions and creativity and sometimes in a monotonous life. Okay, so what you have to do is I want you to find what makes you really feel good and go towards that. I love doing, let's just say drugs. Can you imagine? <laughs> I used to be a party girl a long time ago, but everybody already knows that. I'd be so boring and basic if I wasn't the golden girl of wellness who used to be a party girl. Come on, guys. Um, I love doing, like, or just practicing yoga or Pilates because I do always feel better afterwards. Um, I love Bar Method and Pure Bar. I love chatting with the girls after class. And I think, like, we have a lot in common and we start talking about different topics. So find out what topics you guys are always buzzing about when you're with your girls and sort of go deep inside. You can also look to your heritage and your past to sometimes help you sort of direct you in the right direction for your future. I hope that helps. Dina Storwitz. S Y O, sorry, S Y R O W I T Z. How are you preserving? Oh, how are you persevering through tough times? Preserving. Jam on the mind. Um, Yeah, dude. I hope this pod helped a lot. She said, uh, persevering through tough times, particularly through health issues. You know what? Tough times are going to come and they're going to go. So with Wabi Sabi, I need you to keep the faith. Remember that everything is perfectly imperfect, and don't forget to love as deep and hard and fast and wide as you can. I really mean that. Prayer and grace and empathy and compassion, they work. And if you need to persevere, then I recommend reading The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. You will get through this deeply and compassionately and also you can get a devotional by Marianne Williamson it's called a return or I'm sorry not return to love um a Melanie Beattie book forgive forgive me I'm getting it mixed up it's called um Journey to the Heart it's a daily devotional you can read so that when you're going through the tough times I fucking hate anxiety that book usually tends to help um okay this is a popular one by the way Um, it's Mrs. Green to you wrote, she wants to know about weight loss ASAP. Okay. So easiest way to lose weight in my opinion, but I need you to also consult with your doctor or nutritionist is drinking a lot of water, cutting out the sugar, going to work out once a day, even if it's just like a brisk walk for about 20 minutes every day. And I need you to really think about like cutting out the processed foods with the sugar, And if you start eating whole foods, like that means for breakfast you have and avocado on whole wheat toast with miso paste. You have a big salad for lunch and you add plenty of omegas or antioxidants. Fresh fruits and veggies will always help you to lose weight. They're full of water content. Water content helps you feel full and there's also fiber that helps you feel full. There's also these things called GG crackers that help you stay satisfied and satiated and full with fiber. Check them out. And also drink a ton of water. Start eating more fermented foods every day. I can give you a list of them. We can talk about this weight loss ASAP thing (laughs) in another pod if you guys really want to know. But truly, madly, deeply, cardio works wonders. So get 45 minutes in if you can. And keep it brisk. I mean, I started doing Pilates and I'm in love. So change up your workouts. Okay, guys, a few more of these Content. How to create content on the regular. Oh, this is by Lucia Photo 3. Oh, Lucia, I have to tell you, a lot of it comes from your brain, like what you really want to focus on. So like for me, when I travel, I figure out really beautiful content through my imagery. And right now I'm writing a story for Vogue on tea and my travels, and it's going to be so off the chain. And I'm so excited to share it with the girls. Um... The folk girls are amazing. But see, dreams can come true. You just have to work towards them. Keep putting great content out there. If you love shooting images, get a great camera with a beautiful lens, like a Canon 60 with a 50 millimeter. And then also you can get a different lens that sort of works more landscape. Um, It really depends on what you want to shoot. Get out there. Go get your shit together. Buy a used Sony a7 if you need to. Save some money up for your camera and start doing the things that you love. Pursue them well. Do them well wholeheartedly and you will watch yourself fly. But remember, give yourself grace because it does take time to be successful with content. If you guys really want to see more content tips too on how to create more, um, you can get inspired. My website's com. Um, I've been writing content, um, published content for everybody over the last decade plus, and that's just a really good hub of where I write, um, just stuff I feel like writing. It's really cute. Um, also don't forget to pick up my book, Kintsugi Wellness. I hope you really love it. It's a special book written to you. It's been on a couple of different lists. Refinery29 called it one of the must-have feel-good books for 2018. So go get it. And then also don't forget to write a five-star review. I need you to fire back at this person by writing love and light and positivity about this pod, please. It really means a lot to me, guys. This isn't something that I'm getting paid for, as you know. I want to share my life with you because I really just enjoy it. And I feel grateful that you guys give me your time and grace and attention. It means a lot to me. Hands on my heart. All right, I'll answer a few more of these rapid fire ones. Rapido. You guys are so nice. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Courtney, my best friend from high school is the funniest person in the world. <clears throat> her questions. What is you, YKM? Why, Courtney, that would be your kind of man. All right, guys, I've been saying YKM since college. It's a term that me and my roommates, Lisa and Kat made up when we were in college together. We had a fucking blast. We did everything from date every man in the world to throw crazy parties to like, I remember Kat, or I'm not even gonna say this. We talked about how to give him a good blow job and gave each other tips on it. It was like that time. <laughs> oh, okay, Cordy also asked Are you over 21? Yeah, girl, you know. <laughs> oh my God, she makes me laugh. All right, G H E A K T wrote, What are, I've told you guys these are like live, like as you're writing them to me, I open them up on Instagram. J-G-H-E-A-K-T wrote, what are some of the best foods to fight inflammation? Oh, my God. Great question, girl. I think fruits and veggies, number one, are always going to be the best ones to fight inflammation. Then there are superfoods. Like, we know turmeric is one of the best. Also, you can add a little bit ginger in your food as well. Um, But inflammation is a natural thing that occurs when you eat regardless but another thing you can really do is just like cut down on alcohol consumption and sugary processed foods and meats and heavy foods and eat lighter fruits and veggies they tend to fight the most inflammation Um, and then for a full list you can check out dr wheel site i love him he is like mr anti-inflammatory and i think he gives out great information again that's dr wheel um, 12.20 row. What's your favorite country you've been to so far besides Japan? Great question. Really love Fiji so much. Love Tonga and Samoa. Um, and I loved, Indo was great, but I went to a tiny island called Sumba, which I went surfing on, um, at this Nihiwatu resort, which was gorge. And then I also, I really do just love, <clears throat> um, a good, <sighs> travel session to Italy, the Amalfi coast blew me away. I just, I fell in love there. I I had never seen something so captivating in my life. Um, but the people in Fiji win by far is the nicest in the world. Uh, and then I've also really wanted to go to India and Morocco. Um, and then maybe one day to Turkey and South Africa Um, I'm trying to think of all the ones on my list. Saudi Arabia. Oh my God. I so want to go there. And Israel. Um, and I've also been to Ghana, which was beautiful. The children there are just gorgeous. And the landscape, just like the, it's such a different world when you land there, you have to go to Africa. It's gorgeous. Um, and I'm just dying to go to SA, so I think South Africa is there. But, yeah, I really, like, honestly, the beauty of the Amalfi Coast is captivating. And there's a little town called Priano that I love there and also um, Revelo. And I really—the people in Fiji just, like, blew me away. It's hard because every time I travel, I'm blown away. And I'm really looking forward to going to Poland to explore my dad's heritage. I could talk about travel all day on just one podcast. We should probably make a date for it. Okay, so page 108 asks, Hi, what do you recommend for an evening routine to slow down and prepare for sleep? Great question, dude. I just gave a magnesium supplement to my parents this morning because I want them to get good sleep. So magnesium is really good. Um, It helps to regulate your sleeping patterns. So if you do a little research on it, um, I like to take a, a tablet by Dr. Frank Lipman. So if you do a little bit of research on his magnesium supplements and why you should take them, see if it's right for you. Again, consult a doctor when you're doing stuff like that. I also think that really getting away from your electronic devices is good. I don't use my phone at night, so I turn it off at a certain time. Usually at nine, and then I just go to bed and I leave it downstairs. Like I don't even it's never near me. Um I also think that you should use that yellow light on your phone towards the end of the day. Do not sleep with your devices again. And if you can help it, try not to eat after dinner time because the full stomach will really keep you awake. So it's just gonna be digesting all night. I also exercise in the mornings so that my body is functioning and flowing and towards the end of the day, I just take it easy and I read a book with a very soft light at the end of the night. Lighting is everything and one of my friends recommended that it's good to get the same kind of lighting throughout your home, but do some research on um, how light can affect your sleep and I hope that helps. Okay, there are so many more juicy questions I want to answer. This is so hard. You guys, thank you for asking me these questions. Like, I love you guys so much. And when you ask them real time, you guys just fill my heart with love and joy. So... I think that I will call this a day today, but I do want to let you guys know I'll be speaking in L. A. Um, for Ariana Huffington for Thrive this weekend at an event in Malibu. So check it out. It'll be on Thrive's website and also mine. I'll share that link on Instagram. Um, I hope you guys all have a really, really great day and know how much I love you. Please write to me on Instagram on my comments about what you want to hear about yet next. And also, if you can screenshot this podcast when you're listening to it and share it with me, I'll give you a shout out and make it creative and juicy. Sometimes it's fun because you guys are, are getting really creative and I think it's amazing. Thanks again for your positivity and love and light. And don't forget to give grace to other people because it's free. And it's the greatest gift that you could give another person in this one lifetime. Gracefully letting go of things, moving on and being the bigger person, taking the high road and filling up that little character and grace bank where you can. You may not be able to see it, but it's very possible that the person that's taking notes on us or the people or the angels or the universe that they're taking a lot of notes in the Grace Bank. I love you guys. Have a good week and take really good care of yourself until then. I love you. Ciao.